We're going to be learning in Chidush Rabbeinu Chaim HaLevi, the only piece in Hilchos Tmidin Umusfin. This is Perak Gimel Halacha Dalid. And Rab Chaim has a nice distinction between different types of service in the Beis HaMikdash and how they differ regarding the rules of how the Kohen has to do it. The Rambam is discussing the process of the Torah, the incense sacrifice. And he says, The Kohen who merited to do the Torah, He used to take a vessel filled with the incense and it had a covering and it was known as the Bazach. Then he would put the Bazach into another vessel, which was called the Kaf. So now you have the Bazach with the Torah inside it inside the kaf and then he would carry the kaf so the kohen is carrying the lower vessel the kaf and inside of it is another vessel with the torah inside of it that's how the rambam describes the process now this comes from the mishnah in tamid parakei and the rush in his commentary on the mishnah asks a question which is how could the kohen carry one vessel inside of the other when the gemara in yuma dafnun ches has a question what if you have a mizrak inside of a mizrak so you you have the vessel holding the blood inside of another vessel and the Kohen is carrying the lower one, is that considered a chatzitza, which is a separation? The Kohen has to hold the actual vessel itself. He can't have anything separating between him and holding the vessel. So the Gemara wants to know if there's two vessels and he's holding the lower one, is that considered a separation? So too, says the Rush, why is this process where the kaf is holding the bazach not considered a chatzitza because the Kohen is is not carrying the actual vessel with the Torah in it. So the Rush answers based on a concept in the Gemara called Lekicha al Yedei Davar Acher, which means if you're holding one thing through another item, so the Gemara says that that's not a chatzitza. So the Rush says that the difference between the case in Yuma versus the case in Tamid is that in Tamid it's talking about where the Kohen holds the Kaf in a way that through the Kaf he's holding the Bazach. So that's Lekicha al Yedei Davar Acher, so that's not considered a chatzitza. The idea that holding one object through another object is not a chatzitza means that when the Kohen is holding the Torah that way, it's not a chatzitza. As opposed to in the case in Yuma, where it is a chatzitza, it's talking about where he held the Mizrak in a way where it's not lekicha al yidei davar acher. So therefore, there's a problem of chatzitza. So that's the Rush's distinction between these two cases based on the idea of the Gemara that holding one object through another object is not a chatzitza. Now, Rab Chaim points out that this approach is actually a debate between the Rishonim, Tostos in Yuma, Daf Nudches, and in Zvachim, Daf Chavdalit, goes to this issue that there is a view like the Rush, that Lekicha davar Acher is not a problem of chatzitza when it comes to service in the Beis HaMikdash, but there is another view which disagrees with the Rush and holds that when it comes to serving in the Beis HaMikdash, so Lekicha davar Acher is still considered a chatzitza. So according to that view, the Rush is answer would obviously not work for Ktores. Now, how does the Rambam hold? So Rab Chaim points out that the Rambam just makes an explicit halacha that if a Kohen holds one object through another, that's considered a chatzitza. He never mentions the distinction of the rush and some of the Balei Tosvos that if it's L'Kichal Yedidavar then it won't be a problem of chatzitza. So the blanket ruling of the Rambam seems like he
he holds like the other view, which disagrees with the rush, that even Lakicha Yidei Davar Acher is a problem of Chatzitza when it comes to service in the Beis Mikdash. So now we have a question, how is the Rambam going to answer the rush's issue? Why is the Kohen able to hold the Bazach with the Ktoras in it through the Kaf? That should be a Chatzitza. Now the rush has a second answer to this question, which is that the Kaf is Tzorach Avoda. So this second vessel, which the Kohen is holding, is not just a random vessel, but it's needed for the Avoda. That's why it's not going to be a Chatzitza, because obviously anything which is required as part of the service is not a Chatzitza. So that solution could potentially work in the Rambam, but Rab Chaim questions that solution, because what does that mean that the Kaf is needed for the Torah's service when it's not needed? The Kohen could easily hold the Bazach, so he doesn't need the Kaf. So it's unclear what the Rush means that the Kaf is part of the overall service. And then Rab Chaim raises an even more fundamental point, which is it's not even clear that carrying the Ktores was considered avoda service in the Beis HaMikdash at all. Maybe it was just a practical matter that the Ktores had to get from point A to point B, but it's not clear that it's part of the service in the Beis HaMikdash. And we don't find anywhere in Halacha that carrying the Ktores is considered an act of service in the Beis HaMikdash. Now, there is one place, the Gemara in Yuman Daf Memchesim Beis wants to know what happens if the Kohen carries the blood in his left hand. So when the Kohen's doing Avoda, it has to be with his right hand. But the Gemara wants to know what would happen if he carried the blood with his left hand. So it proves from a Mishnah which says that he could carry the Ktores in his left hand. So you see that even carrying in the left hand is sufficient. So this indicates that carrying the Ktores is Avoda just like carrying the blood. So that does seem to indicate that carrying the Ktores is an act of service, but Rab Chaim says that could refer only to the special ketores of the Kodesh HaKodashim in the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur, because there the Torah does explicitly say that carrying the ketores is part of the mitzvah. He should carry the ketores into the Kodesh HaKadoshim for the Yom Kippur service. So that carrying is certainly Avoda, and it could be that's what the Gemara in Yuma is referring to, that if he carried it in his left hand, it's still good enough. But the daily Ketores, which was done in the Heichal, in the regular part of the Beis HaMikdash, so that we have no proof that carrying it is part of the service, it's considered Avoda. So maybe the carrying could be done however the Kohen wants. It doesn't matter if there's a Chatzitza. So then the Rush's whole question would fall off. The Rush is assuming in his question that carrying the Ketores is Avoda and therefore there can't be a Chatzitza. But if it's not Avoda, then the problem of Chatzitza doesn't start. So Rab Chaim says that could be the case, but the Rush is obviously telling us that carrying the Ketores is Avoda. So wherever the Rush got it from, that's just the assumption of his question, and we're going to work with that assumption that carrying the Ketores is Avoda. And so we have a question, how is the Rambam going to explain why it wasn't a Chatzitza, the fact that the Kohen held the under vessel instead of the actual Bazach with the Ketores in it? So in order to answer this question, Rab Chaim differentiates between two different types of avoda in the Beis HaMikdash. And he explains that the whole issue of Chatzitza is because the Kohen himself has to do the avoda. So there can't be anything separating between the Kohen himself and the avoda that he's doing. That's the essential issue with the Chatzitza, that now it's not the Kohen directly doing the avoda, but there's something between him and the avoda. But if theoretically there would be a kind 
kind of avoda where the Kohen himself doesn't have to do it. It does need to get done, but there's no special detail that the Kohen himself has to directly do it. So then obviously there would be no problem of chatzitza. It would mean that the Kohen has to do this avoda, but however he does it, whether he does it directly or whether there's something in between, so long as he does the avoda, that's enough. So now taking this from a theoretical idea and applying it to the practical, so Rab Chaim says that where the halacha says that a Kohen could do something with his left hand, that's a way of saying that the Kohen doesn't need to do this directly. So the distinction between whether the Kohen has to do it himself or whether he just needs to do it however he gets it done, that's the same distinction as to whether he needs to do it with his right hand or his left hand. If he has to do this avoda with his right hand, that means he himself has to do it directly, and if there's a chatzitza, that's a problem. But if he can do it with his left hand, so that's a way of indicating that it's a different type of avoda. It does have to get done by the kohen, but he doesn't need to do it directly. So it would follow that a chatzitza is also not a problem in that case. And Rab Chaim has a proof to this idea from the Gemara in Menachos on Chavavam at Aleph, where Rabbi Yanai says that the Kohen could do Kamitza, he could take the flower of the Mincha offering, and he could put it, he could put it even into his belt or even into a vessel. So you see that there could be a Chatzitza in the way he handles the flower and then burns it. And the reason is because Rabbi Yanai is based on a position there that he doesn't need to do that with his right hand. He could do it with his left hand. So you see that it follows once a Kohen is able to do Avoda with his left hand, that also implies that the problem of Chatzitza now falls off. So the two go together. As Rab Chaim explained, when the Halacha says that a Kohen could do Avoda with his left hand, that's a way of saying that so long as this Avoda gets done, so long as the flower or the Torahs get brought where they need to be and get burned over there, it doesn't matter whether the Kohen does it with his left hand or even if he does it through a chatzitza, there's no halacha that the Kohen himself has to do this avoda. So now returning to the issue of transporting the Torahs, so Rab Chaim says we need to clarify whether that could be done in the left hand of the Kohen or it has to be in the right hand of the Kohen. Now we saw earlier that the Mishnah says that the Kohen could carry the Torahs in his left hand, but as Rab Chaim said, that's referring to the Torahs of Yom Kippur that goes into the Kodesh Akdashim. But it's still unclear about the regular daily Torahs that goes to the Mizbeach, whether that could be carried in its left hand because it's the same as the Torahs of Yom Kippur. So when the Mishnah says that the Ketoras could be carried in the left, it means all Ketoras's work the same. Or is there a special exception for the Ketoras of Yom Kippur that it could be in the left hand, but the regular Ketoras has to be in the right hand, like all other service of the Kohen has to be done with his right hand. So we need to clarify whether the regular daily Ketoras could be in the left hand or it has to be carried in the right hand. So Rab Chaim has a proof that the Ketoras could be carried in the left hand because the Mishnah at the beginning of the sixth chapter of Tamid describes what happened if some of the Torahs fell out while they were carrying it. So it says, that if it spilled out a little bit, so one of his friends or helpers would put it into his hands. So he would create like a cup with his hands and he would put the part that had fallen out into his hands. And then the Mishnah continues, that the Kohen would spread the Torahs over the Mizbeach and then he would leave. 
So that was the process of the Ketores. So Rab Chaim points out that what's going on over here, the Kohen has some of the Ketores in his hands now. So along with the Ketores from the Bazach, he also spreads the Ketores from his hands onto the Mizbeach. Now there's a view in the Gemara Minachos Yud Gimel that carrying in the Beis HaMikdash means even if the person didn't take it by walking. So transporting it, even though the person didn't walk with it, would be considered carrying it for halacha. Now this Kohen who's moving the Torahs around on the Mizbeach, that would be a form of carrying it according to that view. Even though he didn't walk with it, but he moved it. So that's considered carrying it. And this was done with his left hand because he used both hands. So this is a proof that even carrying the Torahs with the left hand is going to be good enough. Meaning putting together the Mishnah that seems to imply that his left hand plays a role in moving the Torahs on the Mizbeach together with the view in Menachos that any moving, even not walking, is considered carrying. So it turns out that carrying the Torahs with the left hand is sufficient. So this is Rab Chaim's proof. There's a good number of problems with Rab Chaim's proof, which in the back of the Or Olam edition of Chidush Rabbeinu Chaim HaLevi, they quote pages and pages about all the questions of it, but we're going to leave it at that. So Rab Chaim's proved now that carrying the Torah with the left hand is good enough, and now that is going to answer the Rush's question, because as Rab Chaim said, carrying with the left hand is code word that the Kohen doesn't need to do it by himself, so it follows also that chatzitza is not a problem. So the Rush is asking, how could there be a chatzitza in the carrying of the Ktores, the answer is because the Ktores is one of those things which does not need to be carried in the right hand. It could be carried in the left hand and therefore a chatzitza is not a problem. So this is an answer which is going to work even according to the Rambam that Lekicha al-Yidei Acher is considered a chatzitza for service in the Beis HaMikdash. So that answer won't work. But the answer which will work is that even though the carrying is avoda, since it's the kind of avoda which can be done with the left hand, so that means means it can also be done through a chatzitza. So that's Rab Chaim's first approach to answer the Rambam. Now in the third paragraph, he has another answer, which questions the whole assumption of the rush that carrying the Ketores is avoda at all. So Rab Chaim already hinted at this point earlier that he's not even sure that carrying the Ketores is considered avoda, and he's not sure why the rush is assuming that in asking why it can be done through a chatzitza. So now Rab Chaim's going to argue that carrying the Ketores is not avoda at all, and therefore can be done with the chatzitza. And he has a very interesting proof for this from the Gemara in Menachos Aleph. The Torah talks about Vinasa Aharon Esavon HaKadoshim. That when Aaron was doing the Yom Kippur service, there was some sort of sin. So the Gemara wants to know, what is the sin? So one of the possibilities is Ema Avon Smol Shehutar Mechlolo B'Yom HaKippurim. Maybe the sin is that Aaron carried the Torah of Yom Kippur in his left hand. So since in general, he's supposed to carry it in the right hand, and there he carried it in his left hand, so that was the sin that the Torah is referencing. So Rab Chaim points out that the Gemara focuses on carrying the Torah in his left hand on Yom Kippur only. It sounds like one time a year there was a problem that they carried the Torah in the left hand, not in the right hand. 
But as Rab Chaim just proved, every time they could carry the Torahs in the left hand. So why is the Gemara focusing specifically on the sin of carrying the Torahs in the left hand on Yom Kippur and not the sin of carrying the Torahs in the left hand every day of the year? Says Rab Chaim, this seems to imply, as he suggested earlier, that carrying the Torahs on a regular day was not avoda. It was just a practical matter to get the Torahs where it needed to go. But there was no service in the carrying. So it didn't really matter if they carried it in the left hand. That wasn't a sin because there was no need to carry it specifically in their right hand because it wasn't avoda to begin with. Only on Yom Kippur, where the Torah explicitly talked about carrying the Torahs, they la parochas, that you should carry it into the Kodesh HaKodoshim. So that was avoda. And since he carried it with his left hand, so that was quote unquote a sin. So this would illustrate the key distinction Rab Chaim suggesting that on Yom Kippur carrying the Torah was part of the Avoda, but on a regular day it was not included in Avoda, and that would immediately undercut the whole Rush's question because, of course, the Kohen could carry the Torah on a regular day using a Chatzitza. Because if it's not Avoda, so then it doesn't matter if he had a Chatzitza between him and carrying the Bazach. So that's Rab Chaim's second answer to the Rush's question, totally undercutting the assumption that carrying the Torah on a regular day is considered Avoda. So those are Rab Chaim's two approaches. The key conceptual ideas that he's developing here are, first of all, the idea that when the halacha says you can carry something in the Beis HaMikdash with the left hand, you don't need to use the right hand. So that's a code word that not just the detail of which hand you can use has changed, but the whole concept has changed. This is the kind of avoda which doesn't need to be done directly by the Kohen, and he could even do it through a chatzitza. Also, Rab Chaim discusses whether carrying the Torah every day was considered avoda, and he also also discusses whether carrying the Torahs every day had to be done by the right hand or it could also be done with the left hand.